listening to Cocktails and Confessions. And our guest today is Leo Curse. Is that my Curse? Am I yeah. Right? Well, my mum says Kears, but like, uh, yeah, I respond to Curse, Kears, anything like Bastard. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, so Leo is a um, a really unusual guest for us. First of all, Leo is a big stand-up. He's uh, are you a very per- controversial are you... stand-up. Very controversial stand-up, which we're going to get to. Are you currently touring at the minute? You've just come out of Edinburgh, haven't you? Yeah, I just finished the Edinburgh Festival. Uh, I was just performing in Turkey, where I got a hair transplant as well. And I'm off to Southeast Asia, doing a tour in Southeast Asia next. You like, performed in Turkey what? When you were getting your hair transplant, it was, it was before, right before my hair transplant. Did so you I, did I you arrange the gig post booking your transplant, or did you book the transplant? Yeah, there? pretty much. Well, I saw like I had an opportunity to do a show there, and I thought that'll pay for like half of my hair. So, oh my god, amazing! Yeah, that's a good idea. <laughs> um, and kill, kill two birds with uh, one new hairline. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um, also, the unusual bit about Leo being the guest is that me and Leo dated yeah. how many years ago? Yeah, and then I did a show about it. Yeah, and then you did your show about, our, about tr- our relationship. I got in trouble for some material that we wrote together. Yeah. This is what I was going to say. Then the show has then been banned from a number of venues. Yeah. yeah. Because of the stuff that Danny helped you write, yeah. it was about Danny, <laughs> and then people are calling it transphobic. Yeah, yeah so I mean, like, transgender people aren't calling it transphobic. But, it's everybody you know, else. Like, woke, uh, woke what, like, straight people are calling it transphobic. I'm sorry, but being straight isn't very woke in itself. <laughs> How can you be straight and woke? That's an oxymoron. I know. I mean, we we kind of built this material for a while, huh, didn't yeah. we? I mean, because we we always joked about it, which yeah. was about four or five years ago, I guess now. And then we stayed in touch, always been friends yeah. since I've come to things of yours, you've come to things of mine. Yeah. We've always been really good friends. And then it was probably it was was it it was la- it wasn't last summer, it was the summer before, wasn't it? Where we, yeah. we went to oh yeah, so we were sitting in the park because we I remember we went and got beers. We went and, and bought beers. Um, you dropped a beer on the floor in Tesco's, but it's funny. It's oh like shit! Somebody had to let they've been shot. Oh my god! Yeah, I remember <laughs> that. <laughs> There's just me like hung over, like, oh, fucking hell. And we went to the park and we, the the way that we wrote the material that eventually got Leo banned from the, from the, from the place was we just sat and had a really long, like a couple of hours of conversation about our dating history, about trans people in general, about dating trans people, about sourcing those trans people to date. We date, we, we covered everything. Because <laughs> Leo and I... Sourcing. Sourcing. <laughs> yeah. I, I, sourcing those trans people like their material you, how for shows. Which how they're do you, so very not, clearly. <laughs> uh, and uh, and it, was, it all stemmed from one big conversation, so really, didn't it? How long did you guys date for? Maybe a f- what, about five months? Yeah, and like, uh, and then again, like, sort of two years ago. Or the yeah. little sequel. Or like, was it last year, a year and a half ago? But like, really, it's crazy briefly. What was yeah. better, the original or the sequel? The original, I would say. <laughs> That's no, but I, I would say that the reason that the original was good, because Leo and I dated, like, really intensely. Yeah. For a, sh- for a few months. And then like, I went off to Australia. And then Leo went to Australia. And I remember when he was leaving... The day he went to Australia, because you were gone for what, like eight weeks, was it? Six, yeah, six, three months. Three, oh, three months. Yeah, yeah. Fuck, yeah. That's God. literally nothing. But no, when, when I was 23 or 22, however, well, that was forever. Yeah. And I remember Leo leaving and thinking to myself, oh my God, if he'd have stayed, we'd have got married. Like I was fully convinced that we would have got married. <laughs> and how and do then, you feel about that? There's still time. <laughs> <laughs> I know, and then he came back. And it just wasn't the same, was it? Yeah, yeah, and, it's uh, weird. And then we, uh, he came back, and we met. We always used to go to this tequila club in Soho. I yeah. find this so interesting because when you're saying, 
oh, I came back and it wasn't the same. I'm like, wait, is, do you feel the <laughs> no, same? No, we, we have yeah, spoken you, about you this. You just feel it's like spoken, you, yeah. you came, it was so you came different. to mine for dinner or something and it yeah. just, like, there wasn't any like, there was no spark. spark or something. Yeah, yeah, it just, our our the, the way our relationship dynamic changed, yeah. it just wasn't relationship anymore. We went from really being into each other to being really into being friends with each other. Yeah. And I think we were both grown up enough to accept, okay, so now we're just friends and that's so okay. And then you went on to date other people. I went on to date other people. We still remain friends through, through that. Leo actually came to my screening party of me going on first dates, literally watching me on a date with another guy. And we've just had this really honest dialogue with each other for the, I mean, we must have known each other now like five, six years, yeah. I think, totally. Um, but yeah, no, we're, we're really good friends still, which is really weird, I know, for most people when I explain it to them. But I, I'm like that with a few of my exes. We're still really good friends. And you are too, aren't you? Yeah. I think it's a personality type. Totally. Really? I'm not someone that will stay friends with my exes usually. No. usually. You burn all their clothes and... It, it can cause problems though. I've noticed like in my last relationship, she hated the fact... Because I bought a house with one of my exes because uh, we're, you know, we're still course, friends yeah. and stuff. But there's no like sexual interest, romantic interest or anything. Mm-hmm. In fact, there's probably less sexual interest or romantic interest with like exes because you've already boned them. Yeah. You know what I mean? We there's already no, did. There's no like, oh, I wonder what it would be like. Yeah, you know we, I mean? we already did. We no already surprises. did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we already did that years ago, so we're fine now. <laughs> so what was it? Um, what was the material that was in your show that was getting you banned from venues and things like that? So basically it was about the, the difference uh, between, um, you know, a, a man, somebody who's born a man transitioning to being a woman uh, compared to a woman. Because like, if a woman wants to transition to being a man, it's, it's easy to just take, take hormones. <laughs> Okay, um, wait, hold on. We have the clip of this. Should we just play the clip? I yeah. don't think it's the yeah. it's the bit that explains the uh, the myth trans men. So men it that is. were formed. Oh, we do. Yeah. Okay, okay, yeah. Let's play the clip, and then we can give it a bit of backstory because this came from an off the cuff remark that I made to Leo in the park about two years ago. Yeah, and also there's truth in it because like you know it is easier for you get like small effeminate men. When, when we when we say easier as well, just to give it context, we mean easier as in integrating into daily life, yeah. not that the struggle internally is any greater or lesser it's just the I meant it wa- the struggle internally as well I feel like <laughs> I feel like people just need to not take this seriously because you're talking totally. to two stand up comedians and a very thick skinned <laughs> trans woman yeah totally yeah 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 because yeah. <laughs> the thing is you're actually air quotes right wing comedian yeah which is I just see your set and I'm just like I'm not buying it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you're, the, you're the most left wing, right wing. <laughs> yeah, right wing, right wing people are the new left wing people. I think. You know what I mean? We're the ones okay. that are more tolerant. Like you know, left wing people have become all this wokeness. It's about it's about just finding finding a stick to like beat people with, and mm-hmm. like, you know, being tolerant <laughs> of like any sort of opinions you know you can't have any diverse people they're, they're all like oh we need diversity and tolerance but they don't they don't apply that to like you know diversity and tolerance of different opinions or you know it's not spread straight that's, across that's true but you've also got to remember that a lot of the people that are left are more minority people yeah so they shouldn't have to express as much tolerance for people that already have it yeah but then, like, I mean, if it's kind of like white people saying to black people, "Oh, you're being racist," which I know is a thing, but there's more of a leeway for people who are already marginalised. Yeah, that's a good point. But let me let's, let's play, play the, the clip. clip. Let's play the clip. The male privilege as well. That's, <laughs> I mean, I've got a lot of male privilege. I'm making it hard being a man. That's why. That's 
so many of us are transitioning. <laughs> There is for a woman. Like, who wants to transition to being a man? She just hates hormones, grows a beard, and everybody goes, Oh, look, that man's got tits. You know what I mean? <laughs> I've had a transition. I've got to take my hormones, I've got to have surgery, I've got to like, get a new wardrobe, I've got to find high heels that are size 15. <laughs> I've got to like, remove all my body hair, I've got to like, learn to walk in these heels, I've got to learn to talk in a high pitched voice. And after the end of all that effort and expense, people just point at me and go, Look, that man's got tits. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so that's um that's basically what i said to you yeah. in the park that day wasn't it when yeah. we were laying in the grass i think that's so funny that people think that's transphobic because if anything to me that just sounds like a really good insight <laughs> well, this, is, this is the thing the people that said it was transphobic they think that you know they're, they're sort of uh, ignorant because it is it is easier for um, for um, trans women to pass mm. as men like so yeah. that, that part of the transition you know like we're saying it's not maybe the internal thing is, is, is difficult or whatever but they're actually passing in everyday life is much much easier because you get small effeminate men yeah it it, it, it. It's it is true, and it's it's something that's quite hard to say because you obviously don't want to come off as insensitive, especially somebody in my position. Yeah. You don't, I can't come across as insensitive to other people's struggles or anything. But if you see somebody with a beard, your automatic reaction is, "Oh, it's man!" Like that, your brain yeah. just goes, "Man," automatically. Yeah. And especially if they're in all men's clothes, they've got cropped hair and they've got a beard. It's a man. That's the, what your brain does. Yeah. But on the flip side, people, especially now in this day and age with the way that trans people are so heavily in the media now and there's so much about us and it's all trans women focused. We are so in trend right now. But no, it certainly is. Like, <laughs> there's so much of it on social media, on all media platforms that people are so in tune with looking for those characteristics. Uh, like I... I learned late so far later on in my transition about characteristics that I have that are deemed as male that I didn't know about when I first started transitioning I first started transitioning 11 years ago and so I didn't know at the time that a brow bone was masculine or that, you didn't know that having a penis was masculine no I thought it was a woman's <laughs> penis <laughs> oh my god that's part of your yeah set. I do a bit in my show you do a bit about, yeah, about me well, I've got a man's penis you know what I mean it's all red and angry shiny head looks like it votes you kept you know what I mean it's a man's penis <laughs> It's like, you know, it's the hormones, you know, shrink everything down and stuff. And it's like, it's like, you know, it's a woman's penis. Danny, is it an ugly, is it an angry penis? It's a woman's penis. Yeah. No, his penis. Yeah, it's, it's like, I mean, he's Scottish. Everything about his body looks like he's had a hard time. <laughs> that was really good. Did you pre-prepare that? No. No, I didn't. <laughs> it's, it's all the iron brew and saturated fat that he grew up with. All that heroin injected into it. All that heroin injected was, into a Mars bar covered in um, fat. It was like the fact that he was a crack baby. Fried. That's <laughs> so, but obviously, I know that attitudes in Scotland are probably not as liberal as they are in London. Yeah, I mean, parts are in the in the cities. I mean, it's changing. Everywhere's changing. I think social media is like one of the good things about it is it's spreading sort of uh, tolerance <laughs> and spreading information. People aren't as ignorant, you know. Like, and um, I think you know, in the eighties and nineties. 
there was like a lot of homophobia and a lot of transphobia. Now everybody knows somebody who's gay, so you know there's less there's less homophobia. I think the um, that's happening less with like uh, transgender people because there's fewer fewer transgender people, so not every and also you might know a transgender person and not even know it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, We're like Russian sleeper cells. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Chlamydia. We're, we're, we're teaching your kids. We're cooking your food. Bam, trans. <laughs> we'll get you. <laughs> what was it like for you with regards to, say, your friendship circles and stuff when you started dating a trans girl? It was fine. I mean, uh, I mean, I was living in London and all my friends were accepting of it um, when, and, when I mean, we dated you also basically lived in like a hippie commune of yeah. creative people as well though didn't you that yeah, yeah. House, yeah yeah and like my friends Ooh, you know obviously I'm, poly. I'm a comedian cool. so like you know all my friends are you know really like you, you met Jade and yeah. uh, she's coming know, on Stephen Bailey yeah she's, yeah she's hilarious but she was like you know she was one of the because I mean I did get I did get some stick from uh, fun enough it was from really woke right on sort of feminist comedians who are like oh you know I know some you know like you know it's some weird that you've done or whatever that's like, weird uh, yeah and I was do you know like, what was funny it's not very feminist is it no not at all is um, I, I I always go to everything of Jade's obsessed yeah. with Jade Adams and I take my mum to her shows and the first time I took my mum to one of her shows we were sat talking with her and her boyfriend afterwards having a yeah. drink 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 constant drink and you came up in conversation and when I mentioned your name Jade went Oh my God, you're the trans woman that Leo does all that material about. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, that's me. I was like, I actually helped him write it. Yeah, and she and she couldn't believe it. Cause yeah. it well, I mean, it's just the way the circles we run in. Anyway, so your friends, um, when you... I, and what it's about your really family? Um, yeah, I mean, they uh, they were... Well, my dad's never sort of mentioned it. My mum came to my show. Did, you, did like, you kind of have to do a bit of a coming out, but for Danny? Um, like, so I'm dating someone. Well, no, because like, they, they were like, my mum's up in Scotland and stuff, so, you know, never never sort of crossed paths. Oh, you but were just I, I like, don't, don't ask, don't tell. I don't think of... <laughs> yeah, like joining the American military. <laughs> but no, I, don't, I don't think of... My mum's like really open-minded. And my dad uh, is too... Uh, uptight to sort of actually uh, outwardly acknowledge anything like that. So <laughs> <laughs> but I don't. I don't think they would. They would have cared at all. And fun of the the people who cared the least were like my my sort of um, my white working class uh, scumbag friends. Like you know all all the people that the media tells us are like evil and bigoted. They just. I mean they made some jokes and stuff, but but they, they didn't care. Everybody just asked the same question. They're like, "Has she got a dick? You know, have you touched it?" That was a question that everybody asked. You know what I mean? <laughs> so. Has she got a dick? Have you touched it? <laughs> no, we put a flower pot over it. <laughs> we had a Jewish relationship. Put a there were, flower we, pot we, were like, we were like Hasidic Jews. He just poked his through the sheet. <laughs> we, put a, we put a flower pot over the back and a rosebud grow out the back. <laughs> I mean, what? <laughs> um, <laughs> no, but I feel like that's a very British thing for fathers just to. Not acknowledge any of it, um, yeah. kind of be okay with it, but never talk about it. Yeah, I mean, I'd never talk about, I never talk about, you know, my my sex life with my parents my dad anyway. anyway. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. maybe my mum, but not my not my dad. That's funny though. But so, so how would you classify your sexuality? Um, I don't know. Like, uh, I don't want to use some sort of you know trendy term, but um, yeah, I, mean, I think I'm attracted to femininity. And like, uh, so I mean, more like fluid, or yeah, I guess fluid, and Is also it? like, because um, I mean, transgender women are sometimes like super, super feminine. Yeah, obviously you're sort of like 
So many people are just born a woman or a, or a man, and you just like me. I was just born a man, and I just ran with it. You know what I mean? I didn't put any, I didn't put any effort in. I don't really give a shit about being a man. You know, it's just it's happened to me. Whereas like transgender women have been like, I'm a I'm a woman. You know what I mean? So I'm going to so be they, the big... they run with it, and they like you know mm. be the best women they can be. Totally, my 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 image, which is like all everything's accentuated. Yeah, I've got, I've got oversized lips. I've got huge, big blonde hair, big tits, it's big amazing. ass. Yeah, and that's <laughs> that comes. I'm basically a caricature of a woman. Yeah, and that comes from the obsession I had in the '90s with Anna Nicole Smith and Pamela Anderson. Like that was. And all then I in the. 2010s of Rebecca Moore and Sophia. Yeah, Anderson. like like that's just that's just the. But I, I see mm. what you mean. I would say, obviously, Leo's not the only man that I've dated, um, and I always have open conversations about this sort mm. of thing. And I think that um, people, a people, the men tend to get too caught up in it. Oh my god, am I gay? Am I gay? Am I gay? And it's not a gay thing because I I, I always do it to like simple math. Then okay, let's strip this back. And how do you view me? Do you view me as a woman? And obviously, always yes. And wait, hold on. You actually ask people these questions? Yeah, I've, I've had. Oh, these you do? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Do you? Do, is yeah. that how you? View, do you view me as the same as another woman that you've dated? And if the answer, the answer is always yes, obviously. But um, and then I and then I put it down to simple math. Okay, man plus man, gay. Woman plus woman, gay. Man plus woman, straight, and those are like the 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 initials. And obviously, there's so many others that in in between, and there's so many other different types of relationship. Mm. But that's mm. the basics of it. And mm. I'm like, okay, so if you want to put this down to, am I gay? Strip it back. No, you're not gay. You're simply dating a different type of woman. Yes. yes. Then, yes. And, and whether that be, you know, some people only date I don't know like tiny short women some people only date like massive tall women some people date mm -hmm. fat women thin mm -hmm. women I'm just a different variation of women yeah. that you happen to have an attraction to because the men that I date most of the time I'm one of I'm either the first or one of very few trans women that they've dated but they also mm -hmm. do date generic women cis women you know yeah. and, it, and they have just as much of an attraction to them as they may do to me but it's just a different type of attraction, you know? Like, I might not, I might have a, not have an all singing, all dancing fucking vagina. So the fuck what? That's only such a small part of a dynamic. All singing, all dancing. I don't even know if you have a... I don't know if that's what they do. Do you, do you have a stationary <laughs> vagina? I, d I, I don't know what they do. I've never met one. Um, <laughs> um, but... Um, you know, th th that actual part of it is so minor in comparison because, like, take Leo and I'm, my relationship when, when it was a thing, the biggest part of our relationship was our interaction with each other, making each other, like, fall over laughing and going to tiny little dive bars and getting wasted. That was the main, like, benchmark of our relationship. And yeah, the the physical stuff is obviously so important. And I'm, you know, we've discussed it before. So sex positive and body positive, but that's such a minor part of a relationship dynamic. I feel that when people ask to break it down, so like a tr the, the, a trans attracted man, or like the woke term for it, be transamorous man. Is that is that the term transamorous? Trans transamorous. Trans yeah, like the love what? of tra the love of trans women. Okay, but are you transamorous, or are you just open to dating all types of women? Yeah, no, I'm trans amorous, I'd say, yeah. Okay. Have you dated other trans women apart yeah, from me? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know yeah, that. That was going to be one of my questions. <laughs> was I the first? Uh, that was yes, also one of my yes. questions. <laughs> yeah, you were. Yeah. And Good luck heating up my leftovers. <laughs> 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 um, so obviously I'm not trans, so at any point if you feel I'm saying something That's incorrect, fine. please correct That's me. That's fine, yeah. Um, 
Did you ever feel, because I know a lot of the time with gay men and stuff, when you get with another man, it's you can feel you get this gay guilt afterwards. So did you ever feel at any point after sleeping with a woman that was a different kind of woman that you ha- were hit with almost like a, a gay or a queer sort of guilt just because of that? No, weirdly, um, or maybe not weirdly, like I didn't. I don't really feel guilt after. I know it's a thing, but I don't feel guilt after sex unless there's some, like, you know, like we've been wasted and haven't used uh, condoms or whatever. Mm-hmm. Or um, He only felt guilty after he beat me up that time. And- <laughs> I'm joking. <he's> <laughs> not even then, I didn't feel guilty. <laughs> I deserved <laughs> it. Just once. <laughs> Yeah, I'd no, I'd I, the cunt every week I know if that. I was dating actually, actually, the time you feel the time you feel guilt is when you uh, have sex with somebody who's like really rough and then like you just suddenly feel you suddenly feel like you just like you come and then it's like oh my god what have I done you know what I mean it's like you've suddenly like come out I think that's really crazy. interesting though that you didn't get that like drive, at all well the sex drive is like so like can be so uh, overwhelming like you know you can like you know you can have sex with somebody who's like quite quite rough and then like regret it afterwards because mm. you've got like the you've got to deal with the emotional fallout and all this kind of stuff um after after having sex with them so so yeah that's the only time that's the only time i feel guilt or regret but most of the time yeah i don't i don't feel anything i am um, because i actually took anthony to see leo's show this is months ago though we didn't even have this planned at the time it was just because anthony was doing stand-up and i wanted him to see leo and i really loved a bit just because it was so funny in yeah. your show about how you can punch above your weight when you date trans people. <laughs> yeah, can you can you do that oh, bit? That's because that's hilarious. so funny. So just say like um, you know, because say like you know, dating a dating transgender woman. Uh, but at my age, all the women look like Eddie Izzard anyway. You know what I mean? I'm 43. Like, it's amazing. Like basically, you know, dating transgender women, you can date way out of your league. It's like going to a third world country. You know what I mean? Like I met Danny when she was like, what, you're 22, 23. I was, yeah, you know I like, I mean? no, I would. Yeah, about so 21, like, 22. It's like it's like they're like Russians. You know? <laughs> you can do them at any age. It's amazing. But, um, <laughs> I mean, it is. I mean, uh, there's a bit of cruelty in that in that joke. I think because it's sort of um, it's sort of saying, "Oh, transgender women, they don't have as many as many options as as you know." Real women. So you, you know, you've, as a man, you've got more more of a pick. But I think I think society's become much more acceptable of transgender dating. So. Oh my God, I've got options. Yeah, yeah. You definitely do. I have options. Yeah. So I'm talking about, you know, transgender women that make You're talking about the ugly ones. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, that's why Danny's laughing because she's thinking, oh, yeah, uh-huh, whatever. I've still got more options than you, you old cunt. <laughs> but I have a question, though. How can you be a right wing comedian and still date a trans person? Well, I think. Does honestly, that not go against. Political views and sexualities. Being right wing. It depends how far right wing you are, yeah, surely. Being right wing is all about uh, individualism and it's all about not having rules governing your life. It's about, you know, being libertarian and making your own, you know, decisions and you know making your own money and stuff and I think most transgender people they're like real fierce individuals like Danny's really fiercely individualistic and uh, you know you're not a sheep just going along with the flock you're, you're making deci- you're making huge decisions about you know about stuff and uh, you know really going against the against the flow um, of society and stuff so you know I think I think there's a lot of uh, I mean I know a lot of uh, gay uh, people uh, 
I mean, I don't know that many transgender people, but I bet a lot of them actually are kind of right wing. You look at the current... they're cunts. We don't speak to them. <laughs> <laughs> but if you look at the if you look at the Tory party right now, the cabinet is the most diverse cabinet they've ever the country's ever had. Uh, and like you know, obviously most most Tory politicians have uh, have eaten more men's semen off digestive biscuit, biscuits than anybody around this table. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, I, I would like to see those numbers. Do not put me to the challenge, sweetheart. <laughs> I personally don't eat carbs so it's more of like a, a soggy romaine lettuce <laughs> I, I put it on avocado like a classic oh but you dress your avocado what she is on lettuce just, oh no. <laughs> but I always thought of your your right wing stuff yeah you like to be provocative anyway you always have mm, yeah. and I always saw your right wing stuff firstly as a statement to put right at the front of your show to be like hey I'm going to come in here and piss you off for a bit mm-hmm. but it's going to be funny yeah. because yeah. your views are almost entirely liberal in the way that you look at the world yeah and even two weeks ago uh, Leicester University in Leicester was booked to perform there and they they cancelled me they cancelled uh, you they cancelled it so you know so I lost I lost money from that um, and this was because of the trans stuff yeah 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 wow and, okay and they don't I mean the thing that I find quite sort of prejudicial about it is they, they don't they, they just assume that I'm I'm being mean to trans people they don't they, they yeah. don't know that I, I dated transgender women mm. they don't know that you know that they're, they're sort of picking on somebody who's talking from their, their own life experience. You actually as well is it, it, in the root of what you're saying, there's actually loads of compassion in it. Like in terms of the, the jokes that you make, if you strip them apart, there's a lot of compassion in what you do. I agree with that. Um, because because it, it comes from, from me as well, you know, like, and I'm not going to be like, oh, they're all men or anything like yeah. that, you know, because it's, it's coming from somebody who's been in this a long old time and the, these jokes stemmed from conversations that I had with somebody who I was in a relationship with at that time, yeah. you know, like, so it, it's such a shame to put out, to, to, to have you cancelled and, and to hear these things that you go through as a result of it because... If you strip it back, it's not it's not about it's not about discrimination and hate. It's actually about being compassionate towards people. But it's the best way to deal with anything that anything is is laughter. You know, we it's the way that we especially a certain t- personality type. Mm. The way you get through it is to laugh at it. You know, like all our, if 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 you're friends with me, probably even if you just regularly listen to this podcast is you'll see that I'm so sort of like provocative in what I say and I say the most awful things and but at the root of it there's no hatred there yeah. you know it's no, just laughing at it's laughing at adversity and I think we've had that Leo even asked you before oh just my god you, to show that you cleared pretty much everything with me and you can you tell it, like you can tell when you listen to your sets that there's not like maliciousness there or yeah, you know fun. yeah it's just like you know it's like you want to be a bit naughty you yeah want to push, you know, totally push totally you know, I do the same thing sometimes but yeah, I've got like, some great new cancer jokes you should come down <laughs> soon <laughs> There's so many of my reviews in Edinburgh. This is what pissed me off so much. I got reviews. They're all like three-star reviews and they'd say like, oh, this is the funniest show of the fringe. Like the audience is in teary hysterics throughout. It's like a young Billy Connolly. Well, he's got some terrible opinions. Three stars. And, like, and then like the, the shows that get like five stars, it's like, oh, you know, they come out and they like make good points about how, you know, we shouldn't be racist or whatever. Oh, it's like, come off. on, who's spending £15 on a ticket to see this, this show and is going in racist and coming out not racist? No racists are going to see that yeah. show. 
You know what I mean? You're not changing anybody's opinion. No, I mean, I have a dark sense of humour, so I agree with you. Yeah. I think um, the one thing that I've always respected about you, both in when we were dating and now as well, is that you haven't ever had... I've experienced so many times in my life that people would want to keep me a secret, that people would yeah. fetishize me or anything that you not only embraced who I was and whoever else you went on to date, you embraced it, but you are now using, you You do really well as a comedian. Like you're tr always traveling, you're busy. Yeah. You are using your platform to be like, hey, listen, I, I'm attracted to trans people and it's normal. And here's why it's normal. Like these are the things that were, that, that my friends joked about and took the piss out of me for. But actually this is how it really is. Like you have always been kind of, and I, and I do think that we're in this, obviously such a strange time period where there's so many conversations around trans people, but what people forget about trans people's dating lives, because all it ever comes back, it's always stripped back to sex. But it's very rare that you hear the male perspective from it. It's so, so rare. And you're using this platform to be like, hey, also there's two people in this relationship and I'm one of them and I'm just as important and this is my opinion and this is what, what it's truly like. Yeah. Because... It, it, and and it, it's always been, I think it's the reason that we're friends. I think it's the reason that you and I have always remained to be really close is that you have always been so respectful, always. And you've always been like, no, this is wrong. I'm going to say it how it is. Respectful on a personal level. Absolutely. Highly offensive on a public level. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, speaking of highly offensive, I want to ask some like really personal questions. Yes. Oh, cool. Is it for me or Leo? It's from Leo. It's okay. Leo. Okay, right. <laughs> Have you ever bottomed for a trans woman? Yeah. How was you? that? Yeah, it's not... I don't know, not it's as like, fun as I thought. It's not as fun as I thought, yeah, yeah. I think it's one, <laughs> maybe maybe if, you, if you practice... I think it's one of those Why didn't you, you come practice. to me for tips? You know I'm the queen of it. <laughs> You're the queen of topping? I'm the queen of bottoming. You should have come to me for tips. I would have sorted you right out. <laughs> but did you think it was less enjoyable from your part or from... As in, like... <laughs> She could have done more. <laughs> or that I could have done more. It's just a different thing. And also, like, I just don't think it's, it's my thing. But have I, you... I think it's one of those things that you, you think is going to be... Like, you can have fantasies about it. You can think... You know, you've got an idea about it. But mm -hmm. then the reality yeah. is, uh, is different. Totally. I think that's... It's like that with a lot of things. Yeah. Have you been with a man before? Yeah, kind of, yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah. That oh my was god, just, there's more I revelations just... in this conversation than the entire time I've known you. Keep going. <laughs> Picking apart. I've, it was done, just, I've um, done a lot of stuff. <laughs> I just wanted to be nosy and just pry into this whole new kind of sexual outlook that I haven't necessarily seen before. Yeah, well, I mean, the interesting thing is, like, I mean, I think a lot of people, a, a lot more people, uh, you know, experiment sexually than, than own up to it. A hundred percent. When you do, like, I've never had, well, maybe maybe occasionally, but very rarely had, uh, you know, women being like, oh, what, you've been, you've dated a transgender woman, or you've been, you know, you seem to be bisexual. Like, I can't be, usually it's something they see as attractive, they see as open-minded, like I was dating this last year in Australia, She's like, oh, you're so open-minded and stuff. And she also, like, you know, improved our sex life because she wanted to, she felt like she could, you know, be free about what she wanted to try out. You know what I mean? Totally. So, yeah. Yeah, I think, I think, especially on a sexual dynamic, it's <laughs> honest, honesty, especially on a dick dynamic. Yeah. Um, 
honesty about what you like and, and all of that is is just integral like it's so so important yeah. if like if i'm gonna date somebody now they know exactly what i do and don't like from the offset like i'm not gonna I'm okay not, yeah. okay you're there you're like listen none of this all of this that doesn't make me happy that does <laughs> yeah, yeah totally but i think it's really funny how you're fucking all the woke people that are trying to cancel you <laughs> yeah. <laughs> every time they complain you just bend them over wearing those t-shirts that say I've never kissed a Tory and it's like man I've, I've fucked loads of like left wing people <laughs> <laughs> somebody's like you're like I've fucked in between genders I don't even <laughs> what did you call me <laughs> <laughs> no not you you're all woman all woman so should we play a little game yeah <laughs> okay so I actually made this game up especially for you guys okay um, and what we're going to do is we're going to rip a page out of your notebook yeah. for each of you. Yeah. And you're both, I'm going to ask a question and you're both going to write an answer and then oh, reveal wow. it at the same time. What was each other's worst traits? Or trait, <laughs> if you don't want to be savage. <laughs> um, oh. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> They're very hard at work. <laughs> Watch me do something generic, and he's like, She's a, f- <laughs> she's a fucking cunt. That's a big <laughs> that is generic. You are a cunt. <laughs> Why the fuck are you still writing? I've done one line. <laughs> to be fair, he started writing after you. Okay, cool. Okay. That's okay. So now we're going to reveal the answers. Danny, reveal. Okay, so mine is um, I put down. Couldn't commit due to work, was always away. Yep. That's quite deep for a worst trait. I thought it was going to be like... <laughs> you never hear. You always leave me alone. I was just going to be like, doesn't wash up. Like, <laughs> Well, you didn't live together. So pisses it's on the toilet seat. Yeah. Okay, pisses on me. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds like a good quality. <laughs> and Leo's is... Uh, she didn't piss on me. <laughs> no, I felt, I felt you were like uh, totally self-sufficient. There was no... Um, like you're... Just, so strong and individualistic. I didn't feel there was any vulnerability. You didn't like need me, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's nice to have that vulnerability. Like, uh, yeah. That's so cute. I actually feel like that would probably be the answer for anyone who's... That is actually the, yeah, I think really kind of right. Yeah. I, oh, I, like, I like a man that needs someone. Do you know what I mean? Because I'm like, if you don't need me, then what am I doing here? Yeah. yeah. And you're obviously not going to like... Drop me to Gatwick when I need to go to Gatwick and <laughs> pick me up from Gatwick when I come Perfect. home. I think Danny would, Danny would have dropped me at Gatwick. And left you there yeah, I totally would have, I yeah. totally would have dropped you to Gatwick I'll get you from Gatwick anytime you want babe. <laughs> I just won't open up to you emotionally <laughs> I might be cold as ice but I've got an oyster card and I... <laughs> wait you meant pick him up by foot <laughs> impossible have you seen the size of him I mean no but you, were, you wasn't driving I mean I guess um, it's the thought that I counts, can't but... drive I can't drive I would accompany him on the tube oh I'm so sweet that is nice. <laughs> okay, guys, next question. Okay. Describe the sexual relationship in one word. Oh, for fuck's sake, Anthony. <laughs> <laughs> okay, right. Give us a sec. 
I've got mine. Oh. I've got my word. <laughs> Fucking hell, that was quick. What should be like disappointing? <laughs> Magnolia. Quick, like the sexual relationship. <laughs> okay, and the show. Okay. Danny's intense. Chaotic. <laughs> so Danny said intense and you said chaotic. They're both similar words, I think. They are similar yeah, words. They are. That's good that we're on the same page. Yeah. In yeah. my mind, I'm just getting rampant. <laughs> At a time period, yeah. <laughs> what can I say? I'm a woman with needs. <laughs> next question. Okay, yeah, next question. Give each other... One piece of advice. Fucking hell. <laughs> I know, I'm really, I'm trying, because I'm trying to think of something, because after that first question, I'm, I feel like I want to actually do it, because normally I would just be like, don't wear a neck, um, but. You just don't really function as quickly or as well without alcohol in your system, do you? <laughs> no. No, yeah. I'm, I, haven't, I haven't had booze in me for five days, which is just like record time for me. Yeah, I'm about the same because of my hair transplant. Uh, you've got a cup of vodka in front of yeah, you. Yeah, but it's not like I'm not, I'm not drunk. I've got like one vodka. <laughs> I think even on kidney stones, you can have like one vodka. I Oh, you should have just had one. Just, just like a welcome drink. Like, welcome to the Interior Illusions Lounge. <laughs> yeah, then you get a little glass of Prosecco. I was fancying a glass of red wine. Although, it could be. Yeah. Welcome to the Gender Illusions Lounge. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. I, oh, my God. Why am I struggling to think of a piece of advice for you? I'm... G okay. Okay, Leo, okay, you can done. go first this time. Yeah. Okay, I was just going to say, do a show, do a comedy show, like do do a show where you're talking about, you know, your experience and stuff. It's really, it's really sort of uh, on vogue at the moment. It's everybody's talking about transgender stuff at the moment. You're really hot. You're really funny. Like you're really smart. The stuff that you write is really funny, and you're really like uh, personable. And I think it would, uh, I think it would be it'd be a really successful show. It would, like maybe launch you to like you know superstardom. I think it'd be a great thing for you to do if you did a show at the Edinburgh Fringe everybody it would sell out everybody go and see it it'd be brilliant oh you've always said that to me that's always such said a nice a such a nice piece of advice oh thanks or is going to be like Leo you should stop doing shows yeah <laughs> <laughs> make room for me I'm going to be the new star <laughs> um, and mine was make time for you so he's a workaholic, so make more time mm. for you stuff than work stuff. Respect. But, when are you born? Are you a Capricorn? I'm a Leo. Oh, Le I'm a Leo. Is Le that why you, that's your name? Yeah, yeah. yeah. My Leo. parents weren't very imaginative. Oh. My, brother, my brother's called Sagittarius. Oh, no, that's actually, <laughs> that's actually your name as well. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm not sure if it's like a nickname. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's Leo. Um, Cappy. <laughs> Danny's Cancer. <laughs> Actually, I'm Aries, the Ram. Mm. <laughs> the irony. <laughs> okay. That's really cute advice for each other, though. Oh, are you gonna Are you gonna start a show? Nice. Are you gonna make time for yourself? Do you, do you know what Leo said to me for as long as we've known each other? You should try and do some stand up. And I've always thought in the back of my mind. I'm going to do that at some point. I am going to do that at some point. I think it's actually just, I mean, you, you've both done stand up. So I think it's sitting down and nailing down what parts of your life you are about to portray because my automatic reaction would be to go to dating automatic first yeah. thing because mm -hmm. I've got so many funny dating stories but I am also cursed with a really really shit memory 
I've got a really bad memory. And so I'm like, what would I do? I'd just fucking take cards with me. Joan Rivers famously put paper all along the front of her stage, yeah. didn't she? Mm. And she would look down at her notes so she could see what a prompt was for the next bit. I think that would have to be me because my memory is horrific. Yeah. That's why everything in my phone is reminders. Everything. Yeah. The thing is, I think that's something you just kind of pick up with time because when I initially started, the, the problem that I had was that I wanted to remember it all word for word. Yeah. And I was like, okay, this is my set. This is what I it's need to remember. And then the second I veered off of that at all, I would panic and forget it all. Yeah. So what you need to do is just not try and remember it. Yeah, the best way to do stand-up is just like tell the stories if you're telling them Vague in the pub. Because if you're going to tell yeah. a mate, some, some that happened to you when you meet, meet them in the pub, you wouldn't mm. like script it all out and say it like mm. word for word like you've written it. You'd just like tell them the story. Do you totally. just need pointers to remember the topics of what you're talking about that's yeah. what I mean. and the punchlines and that's just it. Just like prompters. Yeah. 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 I will do it at some point. Cool. And are you going to make time for yourself, Leo? Yeah, well, I did this weekend. I took some time off doing shows to get a hair transplant. But you've, <laughs> you've wanted that for so long. Well, the weird thing, I'm, I'm not even sure I did want it. Like, you just, told me you I wanted it years ago. It. Yeah, but like not in a sort of like... Well, like it's okay, your, your so audience hassle. wanted it. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realise it was going to be like, no, I'm going to walk around with this like messed up, fucked up radiation burn hair. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I'm not going to like... But it's going to be six months before I look normal. I, I, you're not much of a hat wearer either, are you? No, I can't wear a fedora. I'd look like a paedophile. <laughs> Everyone like wears a fedora. Everyone, like everyone yeah. wears a fedora. <laughs> <laughs> but do you know what? I appreciate like the fact that you're just like, fuck it, I'm not going to wear a hat. Yeah. This is like very Samantha. I've had a facial peel and I'm not scared to admit it. <laughs> <laughs> the funny oh. thing is I see women like looking at me and I'm like, ooh, she's interested. And obviously she's staring at my scalp. You know what I mean? Just at your scalp like, head. Ooh, hey, baby. <laughs> what Leo just said just reminded me of the one joke that I've always put in my bank for if I did go to stand up yeah. and talk about dating and it would be... Yeah, so um, I've actually had to stop using dating apps. Um, I just, all I attract is paedophiles because most of my body is under five years old. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite thing. <laughs> okay, let's do the last answer. This is the last one. Okay, come on, hit us with it. And do you know what? I actually wrote this one trying to make it all nice and wholesome. Oh, but I feel nice like you guys nice. took it nice and wholesome anyway. Oh. Um, write down one thing that you miss about each other. Danny's like, the free dinners. <laughs> <laughs> we always went Dutch, actually. I always yeah, do. Yeah. Um. <laughs> you're, you're getting really into this. Um, Leo folding your piece of paper I know is it? Uh, <laughs> Leo's being very confidential as if we're at the fucking polling booth <laughs> it's alright I already know that you vote Tory you cunt <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay the, pen is, the pen is down mine miss my drinking buddy mm. The best stories. Leo's got the best stories. When I met Leo, he was, because um, you've gone through a few sort of genres of, of comedy, haven't yeah. you, in terms of like your state. And when I actually met him, he was, <laughs> part of his act was to put on a superhero oh, outfit. Oh, And he was, um, was it Mr. Pun? Pun Man, yeah. Pun Man, that's it. I was it. young, I needed money. Oh my God, it was so funny. And Leo could think of a pun for literally fucking anything, right? And we would be... 
at a bar talking and he would speak only in puns and I would just be like dying on, and we, we used to just sit and do shots of tequila and just bounce off of each other hold on I need examples of this punning okay Leo you're just gonna have to hit us with it so yeah I used so to how do, does it work we, I, used, I used to do improvised puns basically the audience would shout out subjects and I'd do puns based on what they shouted out okay so, so let's shout, shout stuff out okay and you can either pun yeah. or riff yeah, okay. Pun riff or pass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dick pics. Dick pics. Uh, somebody came up to me after a show in Essex and said, do you want to know, they said, I'm an evolutionary bi- biologist, do you want to know what the, the rim around the end of your penis is for? And I was like, just my dick. And he was like, no, I mean like dicks in general. But he said, like in prehistoric times, we're all just like running about shagging each other all the time. It was like a car park and... Wimbledon after 9pm you know what I mean so like we're all shagging each other all the time so that rim is there to scoop out other men's semen yeah. like what rim actually, what rim yeah, are you talking yeah, no, about I thought it was for which is to stop your hand so your bell end yeah. where it rims at the end of your bell end is to scoop other men's jizz yeah, out so yeah, yours yeah, wins yeah. yeah wait 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 I'm totally he was confused. telling a story it wasn't a joke so, no I get that so he was saying <laughs> that the, the, re- the reason what, what's the rim where's no, the you rim know, like hang on I'll, I'll draw it for you so like <laughs> that part Okay, okay, like so the, the head. Yeah, I'm, the, I, I emphasized it, Leo. The underside of the head. The yes, underside of the head is, is, the rim. is what we develop naturally to scoop other men's jizz out so yeah. yours would be in. Scoop out from where? From from all the fannies that they were getting into. Some men Whoa. have sex with vaginas. Hold on, before we evolved this much, penises just looked like. A little fi- a finger, little long ice poles with yeah. no heads. Probably not even like his. Uh, if you look at rigidly hierarchical ape societies, rigidly. like gorillas, <laughs> they got tiny <laughs> testicles, tiny penises, because like the, the the women only have sex with the alpha male, and uh, and then you get like bonobos or whatever. They've got enormous testicles to produce loads of semen to to flood. So we're gradually phasing out small dick men. Well, what's interesting? Oh, what's interesting? So. <laughs> what's interesting <laughs> is like humans are like halfway between gorillas and bonobos in terms of testicle size. So we've got a slightly hierarchical society <laughs> where a lot of women have sex with the alpha male, but also like there's a lot of just orgies going on as well. But prehistoric times, everybody's really sex positive because they haven't so, been taught shame yet. How so did who, this come from? What I miss about Leo. <laughs> <laughs> it's the orgies the, the monkey orgies with the small testicles in the Wimbledon car park <laughs> so how do oh, I'm still trying to wrap my head around I feel Should like I we, do don't, we need to get off it. yeah let's just do yes. a pun do All a right. pun Leo alright so, uh, so uh, Marvin Gaye used to keep a sheep in my vineyard he'd heard it through the grapevine <laughs> <laughs> that one takes a second because of the yeah. herd but I'm yeah. with you. <laughs> Thanks. Okay, right, Leo, say your answer to number four. Uh, so number four, uh, what I miss about you, uh, like the hotness and the fun. Oh. You know what I mean? Like you're, like you're so hot, like your hair always smelt like biscuits. It was amazing and uh, just so much fun to like, you know, hang out with and uh, be next to, yeah. Oh. Chat oh, that's so cute. Basically, there's nothing serious about you. No. <laughs> Basically, you're a joke. <laughs> yeah. Basically, you are a pun. <laughs> Thank I mean, you could, for could, being the full material for my stand-up routine. <laughs> we could, like, sit and, like, chat all night about, like, you know, everything. You know yeah. what I mean? It was just fun. And, like, some people, like, it, it, can be, it can be a chore to, like, dig, you know, dig the conversation, but... 
that yeah, it was great. Okay, you guys are grossing me out now. I know. It sounds like we've just just to clarify, like Leo and I, like we're fine. We're we're not sat here like oh, I miss you. It's been years. We're cool. We know what we are. <laughs> Okay, let's see after the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to do a monkey orgy. Do game <laughs> Okay, so we're going to do another little prank call. I have, this is the first one of these episodes that I've been on where you do this, okay. Yeah, we, <laughs> we did it for the first time uh, with my friend Christina and we pretended to be this hotel who she had all of these complaints about and she just flipped. So <laughs> we thought we'd do another one, but this time we're going to let our guest do it because Leo, being the master of improvisation and being a comedian for all these years, I just felt like he could do it better than me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh my God, I'm so excited about this. So we're actually going to call up. Oh my God, are we not allowed to say the stop shop note? No. Why? Uh, free fucking promotion, bitch. I want like. <laughs> okay, so just for context, we're calling up a gay sex shop. Right, right, right. Good afternoon. This is my. How can I help? Hi, uh, I bought a douche there last week, and we've had a bit of a problem with it. Because uh, okay. I got it, I'm not. I'm not used to. It's a black bulb douche. I'm not used to to using it. But the guy in the shop said um, it's going to make everything. Clean, obviously, and if anything, it's it's had the opposite problem. I'm really like, there's just honestly, it looks like there's slurry just been spread everywhere. I'm worried about getting the deposit back on my Airbnb, and as you can imagine, the smells pretty bad as well. If anything, more of a sort of laxative effect. Then I'm, I'm sure I used it. I used it right. You know what I mean? I filled it with warm water, stuck it up there, gave it a good squeeze. Um, yep. I just, you know, I'm worried about, I'm worried about getting my deposit back. I was wondering, I mean, can you cover, is there any sort of douche insurance to cover the dry cleaning? No, there's not, I'm afraid. So, I mean, what are we going to do to make this right? Um, unfortunately, how you use a product is down to yourself, I'm afraid. So in, in respect of using a product at an Airbnb, there's nothing we could do to compensate you for that, I'm afraid. Well, how would you use it? A douche? Well, I did. Depends which one you're using, to be honest, but it's... Black bulb. Yeah, sure. So literally you fill them with water, you use, you rinse about 10 times, and 10 times normally tends to be enough. The problem can be if you put too much water inside, then it actually starts to act as a colonic irrigation. So you're, and you're supposed to let the water out? Yes. Oh! Oh, fuck. Yeah, so literally you I felt, I felt really, I felt so uncomfortable and bloated. Oh, right, yeah, no, let the wall out straight away. That's what it then does. As soon as, as, soon as Nigel went in there, <laughs> it just started spraying out. Right, yeah, no, you, you should have, you should have um, let the wall out straight away. Oh, my God. I wish they, they should write that on the side of the box. I'm surprised they don't, actually. Um, there, there are, I mean, there are amazingly good guides online to how you do it. They're, they're, all, they're all fairly similar, so definitely worthwhile having a look and just Googling guide to douching. It's really good. Okay, thanks. And can we, if, I bring it, if I bring it back in in a, in, a, in a Tesco bag, can we get a refund? We wouldn't be able to do that, I'm afraid. <laughs> if, you, if you rinse it off, why not? Why not? Right. Yeah, because once a product's been used and something like that, because it's a per personal nature, we can't refund them, unfortunately. I'm going to put it in the dishwasher at the Airbnb. Yeah, no, we couldn't do that, I'm afraid. Okay, well, thanks for your help. 
Okay, no, thanks. <laughs> 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 oh my god, you were so good. <laughs> oh, you're supposed to squirt the water out. <laughs> Leo's a fucking water fountain. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Oh my god, that's so funny. Ten times? Ten. Ten. Ten, bitch. I mean, I do two or three. (laughs) I do every single time. I'm clean as a whistle always. You know what? You could just change your diet. But I do. I take. But but yeah. I, I for me though. I can't. I'm on the fiber pills. I am. I am. I take the fiber so, pills. And so you eat loads of fiber, then it just like. Yeah. So there's these things called. They, you can either get pure for man, which I don't use because the packaging freaks me out. Um. Or there's these tablets called Clean Confidence. You get them on Amazon. <laughs> Some clean, clean Confidence. <laughs> I was actually going to be a brand ambassador for Clean Confidence for a while, but I pulled out last minute because I was like, I don't want to be the face of clean yeah, assholes. I was. I was the face I was, of Dulcolex. I, I did an advert for Dulcolex which is a is it constipation medicine or something oh my god you did an advert for laxative yeah yeah it's the most, like the, it's me the and you are strong. advertising two separate things I'm, I'm advertising clean arseholes and you're advertising irrigation for us <laughs> oh my god that poor man's at work now being like this guy's just shit all over his Airbnb <laughs> <laughs> and a guy named Nigel <laughs> oh poor Nigel poor Fuck Nigel say. that was killing me I was like hold on that was so good who the fuck is Nigel I was like have you fucked someone off coronation <laughs> <laughs> oh my god oh my god Leo that was so good. everything thank you for being our prank star thanks for having me on no thank you uh-huh. no thank you no thank you <laughs> no thank you no thank you no thank you no, t- um, no 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 Danny seriously you've been amazing sober <laughs> oh my god no. I didn't think this you is, could do it this is gonna be the last time that you ever hear me sober on this podcast I promise unless I get more kidney stones and then no promises um but side note again, Leo, thank you so much for coming on. Thanks, Danny. Thanks, Leo. Thanks for and <laughs> Leo, have you got any shows coming up that people might want to come see? Obviously, yeah. your your current show, if you correct me if I'm wrong, your current show right now is called... It's called Transgressive. Transgressive. So I don't have any dates for, for London or the UK at the moment. I'm sure you don't have any dates at all after that set. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna get some I'm gonna get some uh, Trans amorous slash transgressive. <laughs> I think I, I think I'm feeling quite transgressive today. I'm feeling a little bit transgressive. Um, and if you want to find Leo on Instagram and Twitter, you're Scottish comedian, aren't you? Scottish comedian on Instagram. At I can't believe it was available. I can't comedian. believe that's available. Yeah, yeah. Leo, Leo's Instagram at, at Scottish comedian. And I'm on YouTube and Facebook. If you want to send him any love, hate mail, it's at Scottish comedian. No, I, I love the way that he says YouTube as a Scottish person. YouTube, YouTube, YouTube. And yeah, I'm always performing in London. Perform at top secret comedy store places like that. So on my website, there's all the all the dates. Like internationally and in the UK that I'm performing. So if you would like to go and be really mildly offended, <laughs> really mildly offended about about um, my genitals, <laughs> <laughs> you can't go to Leo's show and be really offended unless you're an absolute cunt. cunt. Yeah. yeah, unless you're a complete pleb. Honestly, obviously we are not right wing. I loved your show. Thanks. And your show's got great reviews from even left-wingers. Yeah, yeah. Some of them have even <laughs> yeah. said, like, you know, I disagreed with them, but I have to concede it was really, really funny. Funny. And you, you had trouble from censors, from woke people complaining about stuff the other day. I remember you posted something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, get, I get it all the time, though. But I the thing is, it. I think a lot of the time, politics and humour are quite different. Like, it's... 
I, I get it because you, people expect me to, as a trans person, mm. people expect me to be a voice. I'm yeah. not out here marketing myself as, as a voice, an yeah. activist, a voice. I don't market myself as any of those things because I don't, that's not what I do. That's my job. It's not, it's not what pays my, you know, I'm all about like fucking everybody be equal and all of that. And it's not that I'm like looking down at activism or anything, but my job is not to be a voice of a community. My job is to be a voice for me and make people laugh. Yeah. I'm not here trying mm-hmm. to change the world with what I'm saying, but what I am trying to do is make it a little bit easier by making it funny. Yes. Yeah. Well, this is what, this is exactly what we need. We need more real, like more real representatives mm-hmm. rather than curated representatives I'm of a- this this community which makes everything sound very PC, which is just not real life. Yeah. I'm about 26 things before I'm trans. Mm. And the main one is trash. Slag. <laughs> oh. Trash. <laughs> trash <Right>. slag. <laughs> and on that note, so you can find Leo Scottish comedian. What are you on Twitter, Leah? I'm on Twitter. Is, uh, I think I'm Scottish comedian on there as well. And Amazing. I'm on YouTube. We Leo, love a bit of consistency. Twitter. <laughs> and if you want to follow us, you can get us on socials at Cocktails Confessions. She's at Danny St. James. I am indeed. I'm at Jalay Slays. And we look forward to finding you guys there. Catch you on the next one. Bye. 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 And I just want to say a quick thank you to our patrons, Antony Luke, Esper E. Hernandez, Carl Treviso, Sinto Frankie, and Brian Benowitz. Um, anybody else who wants to follow us on Patreon, we're Cocktails and Cock Talk there. You can support us and you'll get lots of extra benefits.